0: This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. The best chance for Josh Allen just passed him by. It is Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80 on this glorious Monday following divisional weekend. Joseph, there is so, so much to discuss with the Buffalo Bills quarterback
1: and why maybe it's not 100% his fault. What's up, baby? We are coming off such a tremendous football game. I mean, that was a wonderful football game last night, played at the highest level. And everywhere you look today, everyone is angry about it. Everyone (laughs) is screaming and yelling and arguing and fighting. And I'm sure we're going to do some of that too. But it's like, that was a hell of a football game. And everyone's mad today. So, job well done, America. We're where we need to be on this fine Monday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I
0: have to say, credit to me, because I actually sat there in the moment and enjoyed that game. Yeah. And I thought, this is a great football game. Now, back to anger.
1: Right. Let's do it. It's enough of that positivity. Exactly. Allen's got to go. McDermott's got to go. Get him out. It's
0: called useless. That's what it is. <laughs> Joseph, for Josh Allen, I, you know how where I have been on this. I have not Black been- critical. I have not been his biggest fan, to say the least. I can't sit here and tell you that Josh Allen was the reason that the Buffalo Bills lost yesterday. He was a contributing factor at times, but the Buffalo Bills lost yesterday, and Josh Allen, more importantly, just missed his best opportunity to take out Patrick Mahomes on his own turf, and he couldn't get the job done.
1: So, who takes the blame then? That's where I've got it because, you know, I thought today was going to be Carlin coming in, trying to ride the gravy train down Mm -hmm. Main Street with the whole, I told you so, Alan can't get it done, I've been telling you this all year, and then they flame out, and it feels like the blame's going elsewhere. Well, the blame is going elsewhere
0: today because I can't watch that game objectively, and you know me. Objective, big word. (laughs) I can't watch that game objectively and say that Josh Allen's the reason that they lost it completely. I can't. I don't even think he was a top two or three factor in this loss. I would look around and look at the Bills' problems making plays for Josh Allen. I would look around and say, Stefan Diggs, catch the ball. Sherfield, catch the ball. How many times... Can you get the ball right there and an opportunity to make a play and you don't make it and you still expect to win the game? You're going to turn around and blame the guy who threw it to you, especially in Diggs' case, absolutely perfectly. How many times can I look at the head coach and say, this guy is not good enough to get the job done? I, I look at Sean McDermott, and I'm not going to sit here and point to game management or anything in particular like that. Here's what I see, a football team that is unable to get over the hump against an inferior football team. That's what the Kansas City Chiefs were. They're a good defense. They've got an all-time quarterback who elevated his offense's play to its best of the season. Why can't the Bills in that moment elevate their play to their best of the season? I'm pointing toward the head coach. It's time for the Bills to understand that Sean McDermott is only going to get you so far.
1: You know, life's about moments. That's what it all comes down to. Some are nondescript moments. What you had on lunch, August 22nd, not the type of moment or memory that's going to come to mind, right? But then there's the big memories. They're the big moments. Wedding day, birth of a child, big promotion, first house, all that stuff. All about memories. There can be good ones. There can be bad ones. 2002 Super Bowl. Patriots-Rams. Tie game, 17-all. Patriots have the ball first and 10 at their own 17-yard line. Nine plays, 53 yards in a minute 21. Adam Vinatieri kicks the field goal. Patriots win. Tom Brady, that's a moment right there. Mm -hmm. That's a moment that helps define a legacy. 2019 playoffs, AFC. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs down 24-0 to Houston in the divisional round. They're at home. They come back to win 51-31. Following week, they're down 17-7 at home to the Tennessee Titans. They come back to win 35-24. Two weeks later, they're in the Super Bowl. They're trailing the Niners 20-10 with less than seven minutes to go. They win that game 31-20. That's not just one moment. That's several moments. Yep. That's Patrick Mahomes building a legacy. 2022 Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Down four. 6-13 to play. No Odell Beckham Jr. Little adversity here as he injured the knee earlier in the game. Stafford takes him 79 yards, 15 plays, touchdown to Cooper Cup. That's the moment. That's the memory. That changes the narrative for Matthew Stafford. Josh Allen, yesterday, down three at home, 8.23 to go, first and 10 at his own 20. As Herb Brooks would say, great moments are born from great opportunities. Yesterday, Allen had the great opportunity. It was right there. There are so many ways you can slice why it didn't work out, but the greats find a way. They find a way to get all it right. done. Mahomes did it three weeks in a row. Brady has done it countless times. We can talk up and down about what Joe Burrow did at Arrowhead a few years back, down big to the Chiefs, came all the way back, forced overtime, led it drive in overtime, kicked the game-winning field goal, went to the Super Bowl. If you're going to be one of the greats, you need to take the great moments and the great opportunities And you got to turn him into the great memories. And Allen has shown that he can be a great quarterback, but he's not a great closer. That was the problem yesterday. He couldn't close the door on it. He couldn't close. I I think all of
0: what you said is, is accurate, but he didn't get any help either. At some point, those other guys are paid too. You know, there were opportunities to get the football to Stefan Diggs more, and I'm sure he was frustrated by that. But Josh Allen did get it to him in the biggest moment of all, and it went right through his arms. Right through his arms for what would have been a 50-yard pass play. I don't know how the quarterback is supposed to be able to do it any better there. And I look at the guy who is in charge of running that football team when that's the case. When I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the reason that he dropped the ball was the coach. But there is a tone that is set. There is a tone that gets set by the guy who's in charge. Let me ask you a question. Bill Belichick is coaching the Buffalo Bills yesterday. They win that game?
1: I would think with Brady at quarterback, yeah, they win no, that no, game. No,
0: no, no. no, But Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen at quarterback yesterday and Bill Belichick is their coach. Injuries and all, do they win that game?
1: Based on what I've seen the last three years, I'm sorry. I can't go ahead and say yes. You see, I will. As soon as Brady left... Belichick, I didn't see anything special from him.
0: Yeah, I understand. I understand. There were personnel problems, certainly, that he is responsible for. But if I'm going to put him with a special player, that coach is a difference maker. That coach is a difference maker. Sean McDermott has never been a difference maker in a positive
1: way. Well, where is it that he failed yesterday? What did he do? What did he do? there, There are not
0: individual instances. There is the big picture. And the big picture is, so far... I have only gotten so far with this coach, and I can't bail out on the franchise quarterback even though he hasn't gotten there yet. This problem I can fix, and I can fix it right now. My my issue is if you're going to win games, if you're going to win championships, do you have head coaches who at times out-coach other guys and win games for you? I can't think of games where Sean McDermott has gone and won games for the Buffalo Bills. I can think games where think of games where Andy Reid did it before he was even in Kansas City. Like, they had some really good teams, and the big knock was he could never quite get over the hump. But I saw games where Andy Reid was in Philadelphia, where he has been in Kansas City, where he makes a difference. I saw games where Bill Belichick has made a difference as a head coach, and not just with Brady. It's been about other guys, too, about getting the most out of everybody that he's got. In this case, I look at a guy – who is on the sideline, clearly there are some other things going on there too, because if there weren't, somebody wouldn't be trying to get him out in the middle of the season by saying what they said about him. I think across the board, you have to look at the big picture and understand the coach is a reason they have not gotten over the hump. And while I might look at the quarterback and say the same thing, which I would, I would say yesterday, I can't follow that guy much further than this. I really can't, and it's very fixable.
1: I mean, are you saying Reed outcoached coached him yesterday? I'm saying that he did not elevate the play of his own team. Because Andy Reid didn't have a good day yesterday. Andy, Andy Reid Reed should have been running the football more. Running the ball yeah. to Miko Hardman on the goal line when Pacheco has been destroying the Bill defense. What part of that it show jo- Sean horrific. McDermott take advantage of? There is nothing about that game yesterday that shows that McDermott was outcoached by Reid. The coach's job is to put the player in a position to make the plays to win the games. The players were in position to win that game. They didn't execute. They missed a field hey Joe, goal. They missed multiple throws at this. the end. The players lost that game yesterday. Joe, if you flip the two coaches there, who wins the game? No. Again, you're doing this. Reed gave the ball to Mikel Hardman on the one-yard line. I agree. Line. That was a bad he play. He didn't coach a good game. I agree. That to, was to, a bad play. Tell me that if he goes to Allen – Allen was scoring on the goal line. If Andy Reid was calling Buffalo yesterday, they would have been handing the ball off to Thurman Thomas down <laughs> on the goal line with his decision-making. And all due respect to Thurman, he's just not necessarily in his prime right now. Listen,
0: I I, I, could, I could not agree more about the the dumb decision to give the ball to me, Hardman, on the goal line when Pacheco's running people over left and right. Can't do it. I'm not trying to tell you he got out-coached yesterday. I'm telling you that this guy does not elevate his players. Does not elevate his players. And there are times when great coaches do that when they have that team to do it. And he didn't do it yesterday. And he hasn't done it consistently. These other coaches do. Great players on both sides. The Bills... Overall, I think we're the better team on talent wise yesterday. We are just getting started. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. Visit progressive.com. As I said, we are just starting the ball rolling here. So, what is next for Buffalo? We will dive in in moments on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins keep your ride-or-die alive at eBaymotors.com. eligible items only exclusions apply
1: we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there Kick by Bass is on the way, and it is no good, no good. Wide to the right, the Bills are only left thinking about what could have been as their arch nemesis strikes again—the third time in four years. Buffalo's postseason is ended prematurely by the Kansas City Chiefs. Every season,
2: if you don't win, it's a failed season. That's the nature of the business. It's one happy team at the end of the season early, and when it's not you, it just—it sucks.
0: Can't put it on Tyler Bass completely when there still would have been plenty of time for Mahomes to go down the field and try to win the game. But it didn't help. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio Sirius XM channel eighty. Joseph, let's hear from one of the struggling among the bulls brethren uh, among the bulls, the Bills brethren today. And that is Denny in Niagara Falls. Hello, Denny. You're on ESPN radio. What are you got, brother?
2: Hey, um, I was listening to you guys about five minutes ago, and I'm like, man, I got a call. I've been saying the same thing about McDermott. You hit the nail right on the head, man. The best way to explain it is if I had to use a metaphor, if you were walking your your, your first daughter down the aisle to marry her, you know, her husband, and her, you know he's not good enough, he's, you know, he's not going to make her happy, he's not going to take, take her where she needs to be in life, that's exactly the way I see this marriage with McDermott. Poyer basically bailed him out. Let's be honest. If that play doesn't happen, where the ball doesn't go out of bounds, I know they're looking at changing the rule. They might have been down. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that Pacheco they would have ran it four times. They would have been up ten points then. We'd be roasting McDermott today. I'm not saying he's not a nice guy. He's a great guy, but whatever he's saying is falling on like stale deaf ears. His his voice is just getting stale. He's not gonna take anybody you know, to any kind of Super Bowl. So at this point, oh, with right. the with the selection of coaches that are out there, we'd be crazy not to look at well, a guy like Harbaugh, who's an offensive genius, or even a Belichick right now. Denny, to, here's to the thing about it. I appreciate level.
0: the call, Denny. And, and the thing I would say about it is, It's not just about getting rid of McDermott. It's about getting rid of McDermott, Joe, when there are better options out here. There are better options to be had. There's Belichick, who I just talked about a few minutes ago. Do you think Belichick wouldn't run to Buffalo with Josh Allen as the quarterback and the chance to make a difference on that defense and, by the way, stick it to Bob Kraft on the way out? That's an opportunity for him to absolutely do it. The Bills' job if it opens up right now, is the best job that's open by far, by far. And so if I'm any one of those top candidates, Vrabel, Belichick, Harbaugh, get me to Buffalo, dude. I'm there. Why why is the job opening? Why is the job opening? Because the Bills have a chance to upgrade the coach and not necessarily go through the same thing again next year. So Why do I think anything's going to change when he can't get us over the hump here?
1: So to be clear, they start the season 6-6. and Clearly, there's an Mm -hmm. issue there given the talent they have. Now, when the Eagles in this situation would have gone into the tank, which they absolutely did, Mm -hmm. or when the Chargers would have gone into the tank, or the Panthers or Commanders or any of these lousy teams with coaches that are either hanging around or have been fired, when any of them could have gone into the tank, just like Buffalo could have, they didn't. They win five straight games to close the season. Coach Mm -hmm. keeps the team galvanized. They get into the wild card round. They beat the Steelers. Then they get into a situation against the Chiefs. They lose that game. Now, I love it how the caller points out, well, if it's not for Poyer making that play on the goal line, the Chiefs are scoring a touchdown. Uh, Okay, well, what about the field goal kicker doing his job? What about Mm -hmm. Allen connecting on one of those two passes at the end of the game to get them a little bit closer for the kicker, possibly scoring a touchdown? What about any of that? No, let's go back to McDermott. All right, so let's talk McDermott. Seven years on the job. They've been to the playoffs six seasons. Six times in seven years. You know how many times they went to the playoffs in the previous 17 years? Yeah, I know. Zero. 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 The last playoff game that the Bills had been to prior to McDermott was the Music City Miracle. The Music City Miracle. That was practically a century ago. And now here we are, 17 years after that and nothing. This guy comes in, you go to the playoffs six times in the last seven years, and when they face true adversity this season, he rallies them, they win five straight, they get into the playoffs, they win a playoff game. But no, you know, let's let Sirianni keep his job because he failed miserably, and let's look at all these other bust situations. Every time there's a little adversity, the answer to the question can't be, let's fire everybody. No, We, we I can't do that every time we feel a little bit of discomfort. That's what this country's become. You know, I, I didn't get an A+, plus. I got an A-, minus. teachers got to be fired. You know, I didn't get my promotion, got to be somebody else's fault. How about the fact that the players didn't execute? That's that. The players didn't execute. The defense had been crap the entire game. They got two key stops in the fourth. Two key stops. Plenty of opportunity for Allen to go down the field. But Allen misses some throws. Diggs has some drops. Field goal kicker misses wide right. And now we're going to fire the coach? That doesn't make any sense. What the problem here is that you're talking about guys like Sirianni.
0: I understand why he's staying. You're right. They completely went in the tank. If they had fired him, I wouldn't have blamed him. I don't want to just fire everybody. I got a chance now... With the personnel I have, to make a very easy fix. Do we think that those other three coaches that are out there, between Vrabel, between Belichick, between uh, and, and obviously Harbaugh, do we think that any of those guys you'd rather would you rather have them as your head coach than Sean McDermott? Harbaugh. I would.
1: I'd, have, I'd rather I'll have g- any. I'll of give the you three. one. I'll give you Harbaugh. I'll give you one. And and you're not going to get them. So there you go. So that's off the table. Belichick. Belichick was great with Brady. The last three years, Belichick has shown a eh, lot of questions there. Couldn't develop Mac Jones. Couldn't win any games. Offense stunk. He's going to come in and solve the problem. Belichick. No. Maybe. Belichick's biggest problem. But one was thing personnel. I know. One thing I know about Bill right now. It seems like one team's interested. It seems like the greatest coach, question. the greatest coach of all times, available, mm-hmm. and like one team is interested. Kevin Durant was was available in free agency tomorrow. There'd be more than one team lining up. Mm -hmm. So there's something to that. And the Vrabel thing, yeah, Vrabel seems like a good coach. He gets a lot out of his team. Haven't really done a whole lot the last few years. They've given him a bunch of quarterbacks that didn't get developed. So what are we supposed to do there? Like, is that going to be that much better than McDermott? McDermott wasn't the problem yesterday. Listen,
0: I want to see a team get elevated. Those other things that you've talked about, they were absolutely big parts of it, okay? I'm looking at this from 30,000 feet. What's a consistent thing here that we haven't gotten over the hump with that, while I don't want to necessarily look at individual spots yesterday, for instance, I'm not even blaming McDermott on the stupid fake punt. The fake punt was an automatic call that when a player sees it, he's supposed to call it. And they saw they had 10 players on the field. I could easily blame McDermott for the stupidity of that, but it would be wrong. My thing is, I just want somebody... Who is going to make me better? He's gonna make my team better. And I think this guy has taken me as far as I can go. Can we at least agree that there are people in life, that there are leaders in life who are only gonna get you so
1: far? Yeah. That, that's not, what this not, guy feels not, I like. I want to make to sure I'm not I'm not agreeing that he's one of them. I'm just agreeing with the original premise that there are some people that will only take you so far. This team was going into the tank at six and six. You need leadership in that spot. They won five straight and then won a sixth in the playoffs. Like, there are other teams that had no problem quitting and dying. That's what leadership's about. It's about finding a way through the adversity. We are so quick in this country these days. At the slightest hint of discomfort, it's got to be a complete alteration of everything. Go make a play, Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Bass anybody. Just make a play and you win that game. You were in a position to win the game. The coach can't go on the field and execute for you.
0: It's Carlin versus Joe ESPN radio Sirius XM channel 80 on the ESPN app with the video as well. Follow us on all of your social media channels, including Instagram at Jay Fortenbaugh at that guy Carlin. And we're also going to hear from you at 888 say ESPN 888-729-3776 because the calls are coming in hot about what the Buffalo Bills should do next now and they are coming right down the middle but Joe there is one thing that is absolutely true in all of our discussions so far we are ignoring something special that is going on and Mm. we'll tell you what that is next on ESPN radio this is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN radio
1: Kansas City, for the sixth consecutive
2: time, is going to the AFC Championship. Final score, Kansas City 27,
1: Buffalo 24. Obviously, love playing Arrowhead, but it is cool to go on the road in the playoff game and uh, be able to come out the win.
0: I'm not going to lie, and don't you dare try to pour cold water on this or anything, okay? Okay. I felt sick for the people of Buffalo last night. Felt sick for them. Why would I, I put really water felt- on it? I'm married
1: to one of them. You think I, my, I know? You think you my have, night
0: was nice? But you have you have portrayed me as if I'm this guy that hates that city, which is just it couldn't be further from the truth.
1: Well, that part's debatable.
0: No, it it couldn't be. And I poor Christine.
1: Yeah, it's it was tough to see her today. It was tough. I went I went in for the big hug. Yeah. I, it, it was a, it was a hug sort of moment. She came in for the update. I was like, this is not a a head nod. How you doing, sort of day? This is a let the big bear get his paws on you bring it in for the real thing sort of day.
0: Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I could hear her as you met her and she's got, I can still tell she's got that big smile, but you know, it's covering up today.
1: Yeah. And it's the thing is they don't get to turn their attention. Like so many other cities to something else. The Sabres don't count. You can't turn your attention to the Sabres. That's a disaster of a situation. There's no spring training. There's no basketball. There's nothing. At least in Philly, you turn your attention to the next playoff flameout. Like, right now, it's very exciting to see who's going to beat the Sixers in the second round. Very exciting. Right. Now, what am I turning to? Triple-A baseball? No. Bisons.
0: Yeah. Not happening. I mean, I I imagine that most of the city feels the same way that Josh Allen does today. Um, Sucks.
2: Losing Sucks. Losing them, losing anybody at home, sucks. You know, there's one one happy team at the end of the season, really, and uh, when it's not you, and you're and you're so close,
0: it just it sucks. Yep. Print the T-shirts. Yep, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. <laughs>
1: It's well said. I so mean, many what we of, do?
0: So many of you feel the same way today. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to John in Arizona on the bills. John, what do you got, dude? John, are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, man. Go ahead. What do you nah, got? No, it's all right. We got we have plenty of time. Go uh, ahead. All day, please. up. I was walking around the house waiting to get picked up. Uh, I listen to you guys every morning.
2: So I uh, just wanted to call in. I think the Bills should keep McDermott because the Eagles were in the same type of situation with Reed, and I'm not saying McDermott is Reed, but McDermott is getting him there. He's almost there. He's right there. If you get rid of him now, he goes somewhere else. Look what Reed did in Kansas City. And I know he got Mahomes right after, and, and that took off, but – if you've got a proven winner, you can't
0: get rid of them unless you know somebody is going to come in and do better. Yeah, I know I've the got three of those guys. 100. I've got three of those guys to come in and do it better right now. You, Joe, let me ask you this question. Would this be the best job open immediately if they opened it up?
1: Yeah, because Philly and Dallas aren't open, so there's not really any competition for it, right? hmm
0: I, I mean, mean uh, other than if you really had your heart set on the Chargers. If you felt like that was...
1: Well, yeah, that's not the best job. That's yeah. the best lifestyle. That's yeah. the least amount of pressure you're going to face anywhere. But that's not the best job. This is the best job to win. You've got what you need to compete. McDermott's shown you year after year after year, you've got the playoff team. You can put yourself in a position to compete for the AFC. See, the, what, what, what Mahomes does to people is the same thing Nick Saban spent more than a decade doing to people in the SEC. They show you a world that only exists once in a generation, and they make you think you have a chance to aspire to that. Good coaches were getting fired every year in the SEC because they couldn't do what Saban was doing. Patrick Mahomes is doing that in the AFC, right? He's doing it in the AFC. He's making really good teams and really good players look like they're ordinary and should be discarded because they can't beat them. Nobody's beaten that guy. It's very rare that it happens. That's why he's generational, and the rest of these guys are simply really good or great but not generational.
0: Barry is in Virginia Beach next on ESPN Radio. Hey, Barry, what do you got?
2: Hey, guys. I was going to mention what I would do with the coach in a second, but real quick, I heard Greeny say um, if it was top ten reasons they lost that game, he wouldn't put – what do you call it, Allen in the top ten. I disagree. I'm going back to the last drive. On second and third down, he threw in the end zone. He had guys open eight and ten yards in the middle of the field on that second and third down, which could have made it a lot easier field goal, got him first and goal somewhere. So I disagree on uh, he's not in the top ten of the reason they lost the game.
0: You're talking about the reason, about when Stefan Diggs was running that crossing route and he threw it to the end zone, but Deion Dawkins got pushed back into him by Chris Jones, and so he didn't have nearly as much on the throw. Couldn't agree more, uh, especially as someone that had Diggs over 60 and a half yards, by the way, catch oh. the ball. I mean, geez. Oh, that's a
1: tough one. Come
0: on. Uh, 40, 60 yarder in the air down the field in your arms, catch the ball.
1: There's one thing we can agree on we had quite a bit of losers this weekend. Yeah. Myself at the top of that list.
0: No, it's right there with I you. I
1: needed some miracle outcomes in the late UFC card to salvage Saturday, and then I Damn. went right back into the hole Sunday morning. I mean, right, I went right back into the hole with that Lions game.
0: You're flat out tired from chasing.
1: I've been chasing so much. I got to even for the week. I finished the week even, shaved three years off my life. That's All what right. it took me. It took To get even, it cost me three years. Listen, those three years— Probably weren't going to be quality years down the road yeah, anyway. they were going to be unhealthy,
0: bedridden years. Exactly. Who needs them? Dan in California next, ESPN Radio. Dan, what do you got, dude? What's up, baby? I've,
2: I've been listening. To, lo- love your show. And uh been listening for a while. And, and uh, just uh, I think you guys are giving uh, a lot of bashing on the Bills. But uh, Spagnuolo really coached a good fourth quarter, I think. You know, I think he outdid uh, all the coaches and just really lift him up to say that what a game he coached in that last quarter.
0: Well, I got to tell you, I think Steve Spagnuolo doesn't get nearly enough credit for the job that he does. I don't look at the game last night, though, Joe, and say the
1: Chiefs defense
0: really went out and won that game for them.
1: The uh, (laughs) – The fact that either defense was capable of getting stops in the fourth when they were both down to like what? Their eighth string guys. How many dudes got hurt in that game? Yeah. First off, both units came in banged up. And the first play of the game, who's the safety for the Chiefs? Edwards? Is yeah. that the name? Lays the wood early to set the tempo, goes right into concussion protocol. Uh, Willie Gay. Ends up getting injured in that game. He's out for the game. Buffalo was down to, like, linebackers who hadn't appeared in the NFL in, like, 13 years. Like, you had so many injuries in this game, which, by the way, by the way, Joe Formball going to be heavy on the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. (laughs) Very heavy. I'm putting that in. This is one of those, I feel like one of those radio stunts where Mm. it's like, if the Ravens don't win this game, I am going to do X. That's how much I like it. Okay. Chiefs are limping into this one. I'll limping into it. More on that later in the week. Just wanted to slide it in for right now, though. I think what you have to do is go and live on a billboard down in Baltimore. That's live
0: on a billboard? Do. That's what the wacky radio stunt would be. You, right? you
1: go up on a billboard and you're just up there all day?
0: Yeah. You're going to live there until, you know, if the Chief, or go live on a billboard in Kansas City. If the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and win that game, then you got to go live on a billboard
1: in Kansas City until the Super Bowl starts. Oh, be how much. long is that? that were you talking like weeks? Like two weeks. Yeah. I can't be doing that. I get. I mean, I'm up. I'm, <laughs> it's Wacky Radio bit. Yeah. It's that's 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 a hell of a commitment there. I get. You'll die walk from to Kansas like City.
0: You'll walk to Kansas City. That's what you'll do. That's good exercise at the very least. Yeah. You'll walk over the Rainbow Bridge in Buffalo in nothing but a speedo. Wacky Radio. <laughs> Carla versus Joe. ESPN Radio. We'll figure something out though. We'll get we'll there. Do something. Absolutely. Because we're nothing if not wacky. One thing we are not doing is paying nearly enough attention to what is going on because you need to wake up greatness is happening. That in just moments after I tell you about this from our friends at Indeed. Once again, pointing out that they have asked that I specifically be the only one to <laughs> read their commercials. The new year is the perfect time to gear up and connect to quality candidates. And there's no better way to do that than through Indeed. the hiring platform that makes it easy to attract screen and interview candidates all in the same place. Their interview tool helps you schedule and conduct interviews right from your employer dashboard. Next to hassle, start hiring at Indeed.com slash credit. Find the top products and quantities you need when you need them. Lowe's Knows Pros. This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And Kansas City, for the
1: sixth consecutive time, is going to the AFC Championship. It's an awesome feeling to come in here knowing that, you know, you got your opponents uh, against you and the whole city against you. It is cool to go on the road in the playoff game and uh, be able to come out to win.
0: Every year, he has been a starter. Patrick Mahomes has played in the AFC Championship game. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, 6M, Channel 80. Here's what we're ignoring with all the Josh Allen talk today. The one thing that you can say for sure about Josh Allen is he ain't that guy. He ain't Patrick Mahomes. You talked about the tears earlier and what Mahomes is, is generational. Joe, the guy's amazing. Um, and I'm blown away by the fact that with the story all season long being that they didn't nearly have the same offensive talent and they were starting to show it this year and maybe this was the year that they were going to fall short because of it, this dude goes out there and that group played by far their best offensive game of the year. It was, And it wasn't just because of the Bills' uh, injuries on defense. That guy is so freaking good. It's the first time, frankly, last night that I thought Mahomes is going to catch Brady. Oh, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Because when I go back and look at it, you know, Brady had three by the time he was 27. But then he went 10 years without winning one. He went 20, 2005 to 2015 without winning a Super Bowl. Mahomes is 28 years old. Joe, like, if he gets number three this year, I absolutely believe he's catching Brady.
1: He's it's it's there's so much that has to go right that's yes. even outside of his control for something like that. That's uh-huh. what makes that so difficult is that the ability to play 20 plus years to be surrounded by good coaching, good players, and then catch the breaks in the big spots. Like last night, for example, like a missed field goal. Think about what could have happened in that game if Bass hits that field goal. And it's not to put it on Bass. It's just to say that, you know, a few inches to the left, okay, that thing's in. Okay, but let me ask in. you this
0: question. Is there any part of you that wouldn't think, even if he makes that field goal, that Mahomes is going down the field and oh. getting one of his own?
1: And if he doesn't, he can win it in overtime. Like, there's a, there's, yeah. there's no doubt as to the guy's greatness. I, I, I think the hallmark of true greatness the hallmark is how many people from opposing organizations you can get fired. That's how good you are. Mike Mahomes is the type of guy that can clear out a division. Denver's had multiple coaches since he's been there. The Raiders, the Chargers, all multiple coaches, multiple quarterbacks, multiple defensive coordinators. What that guy can do, it's the same thing Brady did to the AFC East. It's the same thing that Nick Saban did to the SEC Like The truly generational talents will get people all across the board fired because those people can't beat you. And yesterday he was ruthlessly efficient. This is why that game does come down to Josh Allen's inability to make a few key plays and seize the moment. We can argue all day about the Bills finding a way to lose that game. It was a team effort to lose that game. But Mahomes finds ways to win. Yep, He finds ways to win 17 of 23, 215 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. What do you have on the ground? Six carries for 19 yards, a couple key scrambles in there. Yep. Those numbers will not jump off the page of you, but given what he's working with, he found a way to make all the key plays in that game when they needed to be made. Winning plays in every single way possible. He dropped some dimes to Valdez Scantling. That one throw on the sideline was dropped into the bucket. And it was so good, we were focused on Valdez Scantling. Like, oh, what a catch. Because that guy never makes a big play for the Chiefs. And the throw had to be absolutely perfect. And the corner had to lose it in the air just at the right time so that MVS could make that play. But
0: think about what you're saying, right? When I was knocking... McDermott earlier for guys not elevating their play Mahomes on the flip side clearly has that effect on guys when it counts the most like and I'm not going to say that the reason that Marquez Valdez Scandling makes that catch is Patrick Mahomes but it's perfect there there's an urgency to everything they do because of him there's they have talent But it's – who's a better player, Stephon Diggs or Marquez Valdez-Scanley, you know? Right. That's that's part of it. It's the tone that is set by that leader. Um, Yes, Diggs needs to go make a play earlier, but I love everything about Mahomes as someone that is easy to follow. Like, you – I have a feeling that if you airdropped you or me into that huddle, like me, you throw me in there and say, uh, do me a favor, go block Von Miller, right? And I'm listening to him for two minutes and, and getting ready for that, it's not gonna happen, but I'm
1: still gonna try to
0: my damnedest to find a way to do it.
1: Yeah, wasn't sure where that was going and I thought yeah. it was gonna end up in disrespect for Von Miller, but no, thankfully no, no. it did not. No, Mahomes still probably ends up dead, but still, you get the point. (laughs) I mean, this is... There won't be a lack of motivation. In order to get by that team... You have to win in the margins. That's what it comes down to. The Chiefs are not going to go out there, shoot themselves in the foot for four quarters, get hurt at all the key positions, make a bunch of mistakes, play sloppy, and put it on a silver platter for you. You have to take the small opportunities you get and you have to cash in. And for three quarters, the Bills did that. The Chiefs scoring late in the first half to grab a lead and know that they're getting the ball to start the third quarter. That could have flipped the game. Right up until the Bills got the ball back, Josh Allen took them all the way down the field and scored a touchdown to negate that possibility. Those two quarterbacks dealing yesterday, the first three quarters, I had literally zero faith that the defense was going to get a stop on either side of the ball at any point. That's how good those two looked yesterday. Then we got to the fourth and things tightened up. Teams got stops. There was a fourth down stop. There's a fumble through the end zone. There's a missed field goal. But at every point in that game, If you had money on Mahomes, if you're a fan of the Chiefs, you never once thought that when they had the ball, you were in trouble. Like, you could have watched Tampa Bay yesterday and thought to yourself at times, like, we're in a little trouble here. I'm not sure if Baker's going to be able to make the plays. And he still had a really nice game. Like, C.J. Stroud, we're not sure if he's going to be able to make the plays. Well, yeah, it's a tough spot. Baltimore's an elite defense. Never was there a thought that Mahomes wouldn't drive him down the field. He's that good. Like, you're confident you're scoring on every drive with him at quarterback. In the NFL, that is an insane thought to have. You know, going into the game, what was
0: the big storyline? it was more about Josh Allen, right? Yeah. I feel like there are guys like Allen that for whatever reason have better press, right? Because he, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. And it almost feels at times like we ignore Patrick Mahomes. I feel like last week, when you truly think about it, we kind of ignored Patrick Mahomes because in a lot of ways he had been written off with that lack of talent around him. Joe, I, I feel like no matter the situation right now, we have to stop ignoring him and just taking it for granted. I mean, you know?
1: we, we don't we do that with all the greats? They're so great for so long. We just kind of are sick of it. Like you beat, you're well, so like we good. about
0: earlier. Enjoy the moment
1: of what this this is yeah. that we're watching. Maybe we're not enjoying it enough. No, no, because we're looking to take people down. As a society, that's what we want. Like we watched that game looking to see who we could blame for the loss. That game was some of the highest level of football you'll come across. If that goes down as the best game of the year, the NFL's in a really good spot. Like, that game was fantastic. Both quarterbacks played very well. All Mm -hmm. the way across the board, you had excellent play. You had two defenses that were down to fourth, fifth, eighth string guys trying to make plays late in that game. Everything about it is what you want in that product. And instead of coming in and talking about all the good, everyone lists all the negative because that's unfortunately what moves needles. So it's like, uh, who blew it? Who who wasted their opportunity? And instead, sometimes you can just look at LeBron and be like, the guy's incredible. You can look at Nick Saban and say, incredible coaching career, right? As soon as yep. Alabama lost that game. Has has Nick Saban lost his edge? Has Nick Saban lost? No, he's in the playoff every year. That's That's the definition of edge. That edge is so sharp, it'll cut you and put you in the hospital.
0: That's why... Like when I look at what the guy is able to do, we made such a big deal about the fact. Oh, it's his first road playoff game. Let's really see what he's about. Well,
1: we got a good dose of what he's about. What is he? He's. Th- I think he's thirteen and three in the playoffs for his career. He's absurd. It's, that's it's that's insane. Thirteen and three in the postseason in the AFC. What it's are we amazing. talking about?
0: It's it's absolutely amazing. And we need to pay more attention to the greatness part of that and maybe less attention to the negatives this is the carlin versus joe podcast on espn radio